you're a fan of thrillers in the vein of Hitchcock's specialty, An Innocent Man Wrongly Accused, or more recent Swiss watches like the 80s classic No Way Out, then I'd like to draw your attention to an essential contribution to the genre. It's a French film called Tell No One, and if you missed it last summer and in its recent run at the Ryder Film Festival, it's come out on DVD. Tell No One is structured a bit like Hitch's Vertigo, or perhaps the Dutch film The Vanishing, Polanski's Frantic, the Kurt Russell-starring Breakdown, or most apt of all, the film of The Fugitive. In these movies, you have just one reel to get attached to the woman, almost always the wife, or more precisely, to see her through the eyes of her man, who is devoted, utterly heart and soul. And then the lady vanishes, and devotion becomes obsession. Dr. Alexander Beck, Francois Clouzet, is at the lake where he has swum with his wife since they first fell in love at about age 10. He watches her hanging back on the dock, and we see the heavenly vision he sees. Margot, Marie-José Crozet, who dominated her two brief scenes as the contract killer Honey Trap in Munich, flicks a spaghetti strap and with a shrug is out of her simple white dress, standing naked as Eve, her back to him, kissed by the warm and setting sun. You are not likely to forget the image, and when you see Dr. Beck's face, you know he won't either. Margot is murdered that very night. Dr. Beck, still naked as the day he was born, rushing to the sound of a struggle, is cold-cocked, putting him in a coma for three days. But if he fell unconscious in the water, why would the killer drag him to the shore? It's the first of several troubling discrepancies. These initially make Dr. Beck of interest to the police, but they're never able to pin anything on him. That doesn't mean they've forgotten him. Nine years later, years in which Dr. Beck treasures and cultivates his suffering, he receives an email purporting to be from Margot. The attached video certainly looks like her before she vanishes into a crowd. Cue Dr. Beck's obsession and a harrowing journey into danger and confusion. Well, beyond that hook, the movie is special because the script by the director is positively enamored of the thick plot of Harlan Coben's book. And that French director, Guillaume Canet, knows how to stage and edit this stuff with breathless precision. Take the foot chase. There aren't that many great ones in the movies. Point Break comes to mind because the chase uniquely crashed through clusters of one unlikely environment after another. Perhaps include Apocalypto for a chase through the jungle that raises the blood pressure even more than the opening of Casino Royale, which did justice to Peking Opera Blues. And if that chase is breathless, wait until you get a load of the rest of the plot. In fact, you might be a person who thinks there's one twist too many. One scene in particular is problematic. A character, not a talking killer as Roger Ebert calls them, at least not a killer in the way you're thinking, has so many secrets and disgorges them so rapidly from behind a loaded thirty-eight that you can forget plausibility. But that overload is part of the film's charm, and I dare you to find a drop of water spilled by that scene. As for the rest of the crazy goings-on, they plummet and jump and snap reverse in front of you, just out of reach, as if you're a fast but slow-to-turn lion chasing a gazelle across the veldt. You'll never catch her, but it's the hunt that counts. Reviewing movies for WFIU, this is Peter Noble Kuchera. 